internet. We are excited to be you, be with you this day, afternoon, evening. I'm Mary, Thomas is here too, and you are listening to episode 118 of Anime Double Play, the anime podcast heard around the world, maybe. We're excited to be here. We've got some cool stuff food to talk to you about tonight, and um, why not get it rolling? How's it going, Thomas? I'm doing well. I'm pretty tired. We're recording this at 9 o'clock at night, and I had a 12-hour day at work, so not going to lie, I'm pretty tired, but I'm excited to talk about a bunch of stuff, so that's going to get me through, and I'll be in bed very shortly after. No worries. I'm here. I'm going to keep the energy up. I don't have to be at work till 10 tomorrow, so I got you covered on energy. I'm here. You can't see it, but there are jazz hands everywhere. It's it's so amazing. Jazz hands all over the place. Yes. Tomorrow I was Tomorrow is my company's Olympics. So I have to get to the, I have to get to the park at 10 and they split up the company into 10 teams and we are competing in competitive sport. So we're doing dodgeball, basketball, obstacle course, trivia and escape room. And whoever Win gets the most points, has to play at the championship three weeks from now. Against? The other, the second place team. Like, the first, the top two teams move on to the championship. Um, oh. So, the office is closed. Everyone's required to be there. You can participate or not participate. I'm participating. I have my team shirt in the dryer right now. So, if you hear a buzz, it's because the dryer's off. But, um... I get to sleep in to like 8.45 tomorrow, and I'm pumped. Sleep. Yeah. Sleep. So I can stay up late. So leave it to me on the energy. I can afford to expend it. Good chance I do half this podcast with my eyes closed, but I can be full of energy with my eyes closed, so I'm not too worried about it. Well, let's see how that goes. Um, so you had, a, way to find out. you had a pretty epic anime week. I did. I knocked out a bunch of stuff. Um, I kind of wanted to talk about something before Signed Euphonium, but I don't really have anything else to talk about. Right before we got on the podcast, I watched the first two episodes of Fooly Cooly, which I've seen four times. Still great. Even better than the last time I watched it. Um... So really excited about that. And then uh, I watched Sound Euphonium. I finished it. It only took me a month. And oh my god, I loved it. The first season. I get to start the second season next week. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm not confused. I'm curious. I'm very curious. Because to me, the first season of Sound Euphonium was like, ah, I'm watching it for the band. Because I was in a band. That, that was literally my life at a time. Um, so I'm just, like, very surprised that you're so pumped about it. I'm curious as to why. Sure. I even wrote down notes about why I really like it. Cute. So, the first one, um, what, the reason I, like, started to like it a lot more, it started to remind me of something my coach said in college. If you're new here, I ran track and field and cross country in college, saw a relatively strong amount of success in the sport. Um, and one thing my coach always said 
was success is contagious. When you surround yourself with people who are doing good things and they're achieving a lot and they are um, like coming up with a lot of success, it makes you want to be like that and want to be successful as well. Um, and I felt that vibe in the show. Like in the beginning, they were like, Kumiko is a great example because she's kind of doesn't even know if she wants to play youth, like doesn't even know if she really wants to be in the band. And then by like this latter half of the show, she's like having all these realizations of like how much she loves it and how much harder she wants to work. And this is really a product of like her being around people who really, really want to excel at that field. Like Reina is kind of like, she doesn't get her when they're in middle school. She's like, why is she like so upset that like we didn't win gold? Like what's, what's her deal. But like when you're around these people who all they want is to see success, it makes you want to see success too. That's really something I experienced with my team. And I felt like the show really captured that feeling that I had back in college where, you know, everyone was on the same page of like, we want to make this cross country team one of the best teams in the nation and we have the tools to do it. But it begins with us and the work ethic that you put in. And we are eventually able to do that. Finish 25th in the nation, division one, let's go. But, um, and it's the same thing with this band. Like they, they set this goal of becoming, uh, I don't know what, I guess one of the best bands in the nation. They're trying to make the nationals and they say it, but they don't really put in that effort or know what it takes. But by the end, they're all like, they're all in and like, you can feel the intensity too. Um, that was like kind of the other thing I wrote down. Like, when they're performing and stuff, like, the intensity doesn't feel fake. Like, it feels real, feels genuine, that, like, they really want to perform well and, like, that determination. Um, and that's how you become good at something, you know? Like, if you want to be the best at something, you got to really have that drive. Um, and I really felt it in the show. So those are, like, two kind of, like, major points that, like, halfway through, I started to get really into it because I kind of felt that. But, like, other side things I really liked, I mean, the animation is absolutely stellar. Like, there's so many parts in this show where there's, like, this two-second scene that isn't important, and they go to something else, and I just, like, pause, and I'm like, wait, that looked amazing. Oh, my God. I remember this, like, one scene where, like, one of them is drinking out of the water fountain for, like, literally half a second, and they go to something else, I was like, wait, that looked, like, beautiful. That water fountain scene, like, that was only half a second. What the hell? That must have taken forever to animate that, like, one snippet. Kyoto animation. And I know. They're fucking great. It was it was very good, the animation. Um, as well, I really, really like the relationship between Kumiko and Reina. Um, they're, both of them are both of my wallpapers on my computers. It's monitors. very trashy. Yes. <laughs> but I really like their relationship. Like, it's kind of lesbian maybe i don't know uh, they definitely give off those vibes but i don't know i really like them together uh i like their characters a lot so and then that what you said makes me really happy because that's like the whole point of the show like a lot of ba- a lot, when the show was airing which is when i was watching it um a lot of people were like, oh, I was in band in high school. Like, this is great. This is, like, totally for me. But, like, 
it's kind of like Kids on the Slope, and it's about like it's like a lot of these different shows. It's like freaking Haikyuu, where you see people passionate about something, and it doesn't matter what they're passionate about because if they illustrate it the proper way, you can relate to it in one of your passions. Um, mm-hmm. So the fact that you're watching an anime about a high school band and you're thinking about your amazing cross-country career, like that's the anime doing its job. That's a successful show. That you were able to relate to totally separate things just from a similar human experience. So like, go sound euphonium, you win. Like, I'm so happy. It, it totally did its job for you. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. By the way, disclaimer, uh, I moved. I have roommates. Our house has very thin walls, so you, you might hear them a little bit. But I can, they're my dudes, I can totally, so it's cool. I can totally hear them. A little bit. More when I talk. I, yes. Only, I can see when they pop up. Only when you talk. <laughs> only when I talk. Um, so I'll try to be loud so you can't hear them. Woo! Uh, okay. What's the last point? Um. Oh, I I like the romance in the show. I like the... What's the guy's name? Skamata? I love him? him. I love him. I like him. I like the romance. It's not forced. It doesn't try to, like, become the main point of the show. It's very subtle. There's, like, an episode or two where it's kind of a big thing. It feels kind of natural. You know, it's not forced. I like it. It adds to the show. Everyone is like, oh my gosh, they're trying to, like, the straight agenda, like, let Reina and Kumiko shine in their love. I'm like, give the trombone player a chance. He's so cute. He's a childhood friend yeah, just doing his best. Like, it, nothing, like, I don't know if anything's going to come from it, but let the guy try. I like yeah, it. I, I, like I, I don't really lot. care which way Kumiko goes. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah. And he, I have like zero opinion on it. It doesn't matter to me, but yeah. I don't know. I forget. I, don't, I wouldn't call it straight agenda. I, forget, I think that's a stretch. Yeah. I forget what season it's in, but it's not really a spoiler. He also has a bit of a character arc. I don't know if it's happened already, but just like from him playing the trombone and like trying to get better, it's kind of like off in the peripheral. But like he also grows as a character and gets to a different place. And he's like, he's, Every character in this show, like, kind of fleshes out in, like, a subtle way, which is cool because that's what life is. It's not just about the main character. You know, everyone's the, according to Mob Psycho, everyone's the main character of their own lives, and you can kind of see that perspective from the other characters in the show. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I I really like that quote from Mob Psycho. mm -hmm. I think it's really true. Um, Yeah, that's... I forgot that was from Mob Psycho. I, I mean, do really like that. It, he didn't like originate the quote. It's been said before, but you're the. It's it's really poignant coming from Mob's situation, because he does not feel or act or look like. Ah, my headphone fell out. He does not feel or act or look like a main character. So the fact that he's saying that like you're the main character of your own life is like a really big deal. My headphones back in. Wait, sorry, your headphones back in? My uh, my earbud fell out, which was that big noise, oh. and then um, I kept talking to keep the ideas flowing while my earphone was out, so I don't know if you were speaking or not, but I put it back in. Okay. 
Um, um, I'm trying to think if I watched anything else or played anything. I don't think I did. What did I do this past weekend? How's that Astral game? Are you playing that Astral game? I haven't played much because I've been pretty busy lately. Um, That's okay. But I want to play more of it. I do like it. But, yeah. And we had no Vinland. I didn't watch anything else much because we didn't have Vinland Saga this week. It was a good week for me to catch up. I watched Vinland Saga because it was the episode from last week. Okay. Um... And but I, what did you do? Did you do anything? I played. Cool? I played Persona Three. Okay. I I made good progress this week. I'm officially one fourth through the game. Twenty two hours in. As in one fourth. In my um for the main Arcana, I'm at Social Link level four. So I'm like, well, I guess that's more than a fourth. If it's at a ten, four tenths, I'm like two fifths through the game. Let's. Let's divide. Let's reduce that fraction. I guess two fifths is bigger than a fourth. Wait, what's the question? Is two fifths bigger than a fourth? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. It is. I'm two fifths through the game. <laughs> I'm not good at math. Um. It's getting better. I'm about to get my girlfriend, which is really exciting, but um, I hate the characters in my party. I hate all of them. Except one. <laughs> I like Akihiko. Um, Yukari's bad. Junpei's bad. Mitsuru's bad. Fuko's fine, but her voice actors, actress sucks. So that's where I am with the game right now. I'm more into the side characters than the actual plot. Apparently that's all going to change and it's going to get existential and amazing and it's going to blow my brain, literally, because we shoot each other in the head all the time. But um, as of right now, I just like really want to take the, the manager of the swim team out to dinner. Like That's why I'm playing the game. I really want to save the persimmon tree behind the school for the old couple who run the bookstore. Like That's why I'm playing the game. <laughs> get it. Yeah. Um, also, and this was actually a big event for me, and I guess kind of a transition into talking about the weeklies. Um, I watched Given this week. I caught up. I watched eight and nine in one sitting. And, um, it was, like, phenomenal. Oh, yeah, you said in the the Discord that it was really good. Like, I watched episode nine, and then I just rewinded it, and I watched the whole episode again. Like, it was weird, because mm-hmm. you, you could listen back, and you hear me talking about Given, right? And I'm like, yeah, it's good, it's pretty good, like, it's not great, but I'm enjoying it, all this stuff's happening, it's cute, they're in a band. And then, like, episode nine happened, and I didn't realize how much I cared about, like, the people in the show, until, like, the thing happens, which I will describe. But, um, it was like, it, it blew me away. It was really well executed. Um, like, I didn't realize how much I liked the show or cared about the characters until, like, the climb, the character climax happened. And I was just like, oh, my God. I'm, like, all in. So that was cool. Like, not knowing that you're really into something and then, like, a big scene happens and you're like, oh, my God. So that was great. So what happened was, like, this was an event for the week because it... it Involves the performance of a song, and I've been listening to that song, like, for the 
for the entire week. And I can't wait for the next episode just to see the aftermath. So, um, dude meets other dude and doesn't know how to play the guitar. The other dude does. So they talk, he teaches him, he joins the other guy's band. It's great. The dude who doesn't know how to play the guitar, but has a guitar, that guitar was his boyfriend's. And the boyfriend kills himself, killed himself last Classic. year. Classic. Um, so he has that, like, guilt because of a, a fight that they had led the boyfriend to kill himself. It's like, it's really sad. And all this other stuff is happening. And the guy who has the guitar, like, really knows how to, how to sing. So the band's like, why don't you write lyrics for our song and perform it? And he writes this song to his dead boyfriend. Um, and it's like a really good song. It's beautiful. The lyrics are great. They have really good, like in the second verse, it's all like flashbacks of him with the boyfriend. And then you see the fight roll out. And then you just like, you feel everything. Like the vocal's really genuine. And it's like, it was just, it was really great. Like, it was, it was really powerful. They couldn't have done a better job. And I was reading a lot online, and a lot of people who are um, who read the manga, they were like, "We were waiting for this scene the whole time, and they couldn't have done it better." And it was—it's like almost worth watching just to watch episode nine and to see that payoff. It's kind of a spoiler now because I told you, but um, it was just so great. Like I loved it. I—I I watched it, and I instantly texted our sister Sarah, and I was like, "Please watch this show. You would love this show." Patty and I are, like, freaking out about it. Of course, Patty's Patty Patty would be watching the show. Patty, Patty's <laughs> a number one in my eyes constantly. Like, every time I think of Patty, I'm like, that's a good person. Love Patty. She's a Fujoshi, so <laughs> she loves the show. Um, but, yeah, like, I watched, the, I watched stuff this week. I watched Angel Beats this week. And it's like, I'm thinking about giving constantly. And it was, like, the show I did not expect to think about. So that's that. But I'm gushing about it with good reason. It was, they did a really phenomenal job with that one episode. Hats off to them. Even if you don't watch the show, the song's just really good. Like, listen to the song. It's dope. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry for the rant. But I guess that's what a podcast is, right? Hey, this is why they come. Talk about anime. Hear our thoughts. That's what it's all about, right? Honestly, yeah. Honestly. Um, alright, so we're just gonna talk about weeklies now. We got a lot of stuff to talk about, so yeah, let's we keep go it moving. Into weeklies, into Angel Beats, into the topic. Okay. Let's get the big one out of the way. We're obviously gonna wanna discuss a lot about O Maidens. Oh my god, I forgot about it. Why did you remind me? It's so stressful. This was such a shit show. Oh. Everything went wrong. I was, Everything at once. It was like hard to watch. I was like, this is horrible. Everything's horrible. Yeah. Okay, so who are we going to start with? We have. Let me pull up the character list. We got to break it down. No, Thomas. Let's... Thomas, name the characters. I just pulled up the list. You I know suck. it. I probably could have been able to do it anyway. Okay, let's talk about Kazuza first because it's easy. She's stressed out about what underwear to buy. Funny. Needed comedic relief in the episode. Honestly, so needed. 
Next person. You pick. I pick the first one. Sonazaki. So Not their situation's kind of weird. Not that bad. So I just want to confirm. So they're in like the red light district and her boyfriend is like, I don't really like to be here because it makes me like horny. Is that like basically what happened? Yeah, but then it was like fine. They were holding hands. It was cute. Yeah, that wasn't bad. I just want to make sure that's what it was. That's kind of weird, but I think he's. I guess I think he's uncomfortable because he's fourteen in the red light district with a girl in his school uniform, and he doesn't want people to think that like he's gonna go sleep with this with his girlfriend. He's uncomfortable. He's self conscious. He doesn't want to be there. That's fair. Meanwhile, Hongo San really wants to be there. Yeah. So this is weird. Um... So she basically, like, sexually assaults this dude and then gets upset that his dick is flaccid. Go vocab. Look at you. I know these words. Ivy League degree, Mary. Ivy League degree. Don't forget it. Oh, yeah. But... You know the word flaccid. Thanks, Ivy League. Good (laughs) job. Yeah, thank you, Pen. I'm elite. I know the word flaccid. (laughs) But, uh... It's just kind of weird. Also, this this teacher's an idiot. He's creepy. Why would he ever even do this to, like, prove a point? Yeah. You don't do this to prove a point. Like, he, uh, he's trying to be helpful, and he's just, like, not. Constantly. Yeah, like, dude, you're, you're, like, 32. Tell this girl, listen, you're 15. I'm not having sex with you. End of story. But he probably still feels some attachment to her because he didn't know what she was like on the internet. But still, that should just be the no. So it's kind of weird because Hongo's like really upset that he's like not into her. Which I'm not sure why she thinks he should be. Because Hongo likes him. And she wants to be like back. I but th- he's 30. I think it's that simple, though. She's a high school girl with a crush. And of course you want... Well, like, it's more than a crush. It's like crush's dick a crush. Basically. It's just weird. They're both at fault. Do you, do you agree? I mean, he's at fault. It's him. She, I mean, they're definitely both at fault. But she's a minor. She can't be at fault. He picks her up and drives her to a love hotel. She demands that it happens. You shouldn't do that. You're a, that's not that's not okay. Why is an adult do? being controlled by a 15-year-old horny princess? This is why they're both wrong. <laughs> she should not be trying to sleep with this dude and flash this dude. That's wrong. But as well, this guy should not be reciprocating. They're both wrong. Just because she's 15 doesn't mean she knows she shouldn't have sex with her teacher. When Sonazaki finds the underwear in the garbage can, like, one of the best anime moments of the year so far. Amazing. 10 out of 10. (laughs) We'll watch again. Wow. You would pick that. Oh, it was so funny. Hmm. But, all right. I'm done with Hongo. We obviously a little bit disagree, but they're they're both dumb. I'm I'm staying with that. 
you know better when you're like 16 that you shouldn't or 15 you shouldn't be sleeping with your teacher like that's it's not rocket science as well teachers should not be doing driving 15 year old girl to red light district and renting a hotel room to prove a point also wrong both wrong yeah that's my stance all right uh so momoko so uh momoko really came out of her shell this episode she died it was so sad it was very random and weird so okay let's backtrack so she has the confrontation with that like shitty dude whatever his name is um yeah i don't know he's not worth having a name that dude sucks like he sucks i don't get his deal like why is he i guess he's just kind of controlling i don't know i don't like him so momoko basically tells him off and like makes this scene in the train station which was like pretty high intensity like screaming that in a train station is like people will look so that was a pretty big deal and she wasn't scared to do that um she's fearless constantly yeah, I'm glad she told this dude off. He's kind of a douche. Okay. All right. Mary, you're hitting me with these awkward pauses a lot. I'm not going to lie. Oh, sorry. We got to flow, Mary. We got to we, we gotta ebb and we got to flow through the curves okay. of the podcast. You I'm know so, what I'm I, saying? I was just listening and then you stopped and I was like, yeah, you're right. I should have said that out loud. Um, I had to drink water. Oh. Got to... Got to keep the lungs and shit ready to go, even though water doesn't help lungs, obviously. <laughs> um, so, it, it kind of, part two of Momoko. It kind of drives her to confess to that situation over there. Yeah, so she confesses to Nina that she likes her. Over the phone. Over the phone. While she's in the red light district, thinking she's unattractive because she's a failure of a house wrecker? Like, Homewrecker. Close enough. It's late. Like, oh, that was hard to watch. And now he's zoomy, stressed out. And then so I, are we transitioning? So do you not want to... I mean... Are we transitioning? Momo, Momoka doesn't get rejected. She just... Nina's just like, cannot deal, cannot handle, abort, abort. And Momoka's like... I fucked up. Oh, man. And then she's all alone. And meanwhile, Kazuza is like looking at underwear. It's it's crazy. The one thing, like Momoko, obviously emotional, just like I'm gonna do this now. Really bad time. Probably shouldn't have conversations with like that over the phone. This is my tip to all the listeners: never do one. Never do like serious conversation in text message. That's a disaster. Over the phone's better, but if it's really important and they're not far away be with them in person like it shows respect for the person when you just call someone it's not much effort i think if you're close obviously if you're like very far away you gotta do what you gotta do but yeah yeah that was that was a weird thing but we gotta talk about nina because that was the best part of the episode that was the most interesting so yeah she basically lies to uh, Izumi had to look up his name to like 
grab her ass, which is weird. That's weird. He does it. And he's like, you just lied about that. And she's like, yeah. And he's like, why the fuck do you do that? And he feels bad, which he shouldn't feel bad. Like, this girl's playing him. That's not cool. Yeah. And then they get in, like, some argument because she likes him and she's jelly. And then she, like, makes that comment. And she's just like, well, you didn't want to sex me, but you're hard right now anyway. And, like, storms off. And he's, like, really flustered. I, like, totally get that. So, one thing about the male body, sometimes erections happen. You know, just because your mind doesn't line up with it, doesn't mean your body isn't like, ooh, time to go. You know, like, you can't really do anything about that. So, especially when you're that young, you're, like, kind of going through change, like, sometimes you just got erections a lot and easily and frequently but you shouldn't feel bad because like it's not something you can control so i totally get him like being like uh but and he like he doesn't want to be into her but he's like physically is kind of into her because like that's human nature right where we evolved in a way to want to be sexually attracted to people because if we weren't we wouldn't have it was like an evolutionary trait right like you wouldn't reproduce if you didn't want to um so it's kind of like a natural thing to like feel this way but when you're 15 you don't know other people feel this way and go through this stuff so i felt like it captured that really well of like feeling guilty for like having this feeling of like i want to have sex with everything when that's the natural feeling that like most boys have because that's evolutionarily speaking that's kind of how they are but people generally calm down and control that stuff but when you're 15 you're kind of going through change and it's tough so i felt like it captured that 15 year old boy moment like pretty well yeah no i mean can't really relate to that no probably not um are you you're female right yeah pretty sure Mm, pretty sure but I don't know if you had a comment on that. I mean, Nina's obviously in the wrong. Like. Yeah. Like, 100%. And I think Izumi's going to start freaking out and then mess it up with Kazusa. And it's just all downhill from here. That would be really bad if Izumi tells Kazusa, like, I touched Nina's butt because she tricked me. Or just, I, mean, I like, don't know. You don't have weird. to. You don't have to say it. I mean, the only th- worry is that like Nina might say it. Like, oh, got sexy with your boyfriend on the train, but like, I don't know. Nina's. It's because of the freaking creepy older guy who's like, you're young. You you're not gonna be young forever. You gotta go for it. And she says, I want to obsess, and she's obsessing with Izumi. And, like, it's it's wrong. And good on Izumi for, like, doing that. For saying, like, yo, WTF. For making that stand. Even though she kind of gets the last word, he kind of stands his ground enough that it's like, okay, you weren't, like, actually cheating. You know? That was a weird situation and it's over. He feels bad about it. Like, there's no fault on him. But he's stressed out about it because he's 14, you know? And yeah, his dick got hard because you're 14. 
and you're jacking off the cheap porn in your room. Your dick is literally always hard when you're 14. Like, it's cool, dude. You'll be fine. But, I mean, he put the porn in a Totoro case. That's not okay. I know, it was something so a little bit funny. more not wholesome. Like, Howl's Moving Castle. Okay. That's a little bit more legitimate. <laughs> not Totoro. Yeah, you least, don't do that to Totoro. At least Howl's Moving Castle is a romance. Yeah. Don't put it in Totoro, man. Why you do this? Do it like that. It's not cool. Uh, is that kind of... Oh, wait. We haven't talked about the end of the episode. Okay. Wait, did you not watch past the credits? No! Oh, no. Wait, you don't know? What? With Juja? Juja? Pretty girl? No! <gasps> oh, my God. This was, like, the kicker. They go into school, and they find out she dropped out because she's pregnant. <gasps> How would I make that up? Come on. Oh, no. Wait, you didn't watch past the credits? I never oh, no. watch past the credits on this show. <laughs> this is the craziest shit. And everyone starts freaking out. And Sonazaki feels so bad. Mary's down for the count, guys. Mary's out for the rest oh, of the podcast. Like, what are we going to do? <laughs> we need to, like, have a bake sale, raise money for the baby. Like, what are we going to do? Abort. Maybe. I don't know. Is that a thing in Japan? Do they have abortions in Japan? I don't... Oh, no. Oh, man. This is stressful. Let's look that up. No. Wow, imagine they go down that road. No. This show... No, too stressful. Um, th If they go down that road, holy shit, this would be crazy. Uh... Abortion in Japan is available to women in limited circumstances, including endangerment of their health or economic hardship. Okay, so it's that sounds more like a no. Okay, I mean, I but doubt, this, like, this show's pretty edgy, but this is still Japan. Oh. You know? Sorry, wait, wait, wait. Chapter of the whatever the penal code makes abortion illegal in the country, but exceptions to the law are broad enough that it is widely accepted in practice. I don't even want to think about this. I can't believe yeah. it. After this, I have to watch it. I have to watch after the credits. Thank you for telling me. I would have been so blindsided going into this week. Oh, yeah, yeah. Glad uh, glad that got out there. Yeah, you'd be really confused this week. Or they begin the episode with, like, um, a recap, and you're just like, wait, what? What? Yeah, right? I, that would have been unreal. I can't believe it. Oh. I don't know if that's Pretty a night... So. I don't know if that's a night runer or, like... It's fiction, so it's fine, but I'm still stressed out. Mary's stressed though. But yeah, that took a while to actually go through everything. 
there's a lot that's happening in the show, so it needed to be done. Oh, let's stop. Let's change it. We could just spend a freaking hour talking about this episode. It was like a shit sandwich. I know. There's so much crap. Um, but let's transition because we've still got so much stuff to go through. Um, Fruits Basket. Yeah! The show is shit. What? It's a giant tease. It's a tease. You're just pissed about the hat. Like, it's annoying at this point. I've watched how many episodes of this show? Like, 25? Just, like, actually build some form of plot, please. Yeah. It's very frustrating at this it's, point. It's I just want to... Um, the season finale is going to be good. Is that next episode? Uh, I think there's two episodes left. Two? Yeah. Uh, what even happened this episode? Kyo gets upset because it's raining. Yeah, um, that's, yeah oh. that, that's basically it. Shisho comes back. Yes. I love him. What's his name? I don't remember. Kazuma? No, I think that's Toru's dad's name. I don't really know. Shisho. So, honestly, I don't really have much to say about this episode because basically nothing happened. I have to say, I have to say, it was really nice... It was really nice to, like, see the main characters again. Yeah. We haven't seen them in so long. Like, it was like, wow, there's Toru and Yuki and Kyo. Like, it's been, like, a month since we've seen these characters do something, like, noteworthy. It was good. And Um, it's funny that Toru failed the test and she felt really bad. I know. Poor girl. Because uh, the rat helped her study. The rat helped her study. That's accurate. I'm right. The rat helped her study. Yeah, no, it's just fun, a funny way to say it. But let, just just keep going. I'm really proud of you for sticking it out. Keep going. Keep going. I'm impressed with myself. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Honestly, I think this season the pacing was not great. I thought the pacing in the first series was better. Like, putting all these side stories, like, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, the episodes themselves were good, but um, I feel like the flow wasn't great of this season. It was a little choppy. It was like, character, character story, character story, something else. Oh, Toru, hi, character story, random people, (laughs) Yuki fan club, Kyo gets tired in the rain. It's like. Around episode 10 or 11, it started to get a little funky with the pacing, like having different character stories come in and out. And then like the whole, we had like four weeks. It was like Uotani, Uotani, Hiro Kisa, Hanachan, Hanachan, plot. It was weird. I agree with you. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes, yes. But I'm proud of myself. We made it this far. We got two weeks left of this season. Wow. We only have two weeks left of this season. You know what that means, Mary. Huh? You know what that means, Mary. What does it mean? Fall 2019. 
Oh my god. And you know what that means. Chihaya Furu! And my hero academia's back. Let's go. Oh. Chihaya Furu! <laughs> and Chihaya Furu. I don't really think I'm going to watch anything else next season besides those two. I honestly don't need anything else. I know. There's a fantasy star anime. I know. Ooh. <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm genuinely interested in that. I love that game. I'm. I know what happens in this season of Chiaya Fudu and this season of My Hero Academia. And I'm like, that's all I need to watch. I'm good. Yeah, I, I haven't really looked into what's popular. Oh, I guess they're doing a new Shogugeki no Soma season. A new Sword Art Online season. The Natsu no Taizai season. Ooh. They're doing another Fate Grand Order, Psycho Pass. Psycho, wait, 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 wait. Psycho Pass season. That's random. Okay. So I guess that's happening. Wait, wait, wait. This is for a different pod. I know. I'm just reading off some stuff. I don't know what I'm... I'm not looking at any of the new stuff. That's just some, like, second season crap. Um, but yeah. All right. Is it time? Is that it? I think so. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm still behind I, on mix. I'm thinking in I my... really want to catch up, but... I just haven't yet. Yeah. I need to catch up in um, Kimetsu no Yaiba. Um, I need, I'm also catching up in the um, Akatsuki no Yona manga. It's been good. Oh. Um, the Noragami manga. Everyone. Everyone listen to me. Read it. I've been saying this for like two years. It's amazing. Literally watch the anime and then just start reading from where the anime left off. Like, mmm. They could make three seasons worth of material and they have not touched the show. God, it's so good. Every month, I'm like on the edge of my seat. For like two years. It's incredible. They're doing a great job. Um, and freaking um, Promise Neverland. Killing it. Oh, yeah. Did you read the chapter today? Not today. Oh. You should read that chapter today. Oh, well, I will after this. We're 40 minutes in and haven't hit Angel Beats or the topic yet. So we got a, hmm. we got a jet. All right. Let's do Angel Beats now because uh, I'm, slou I'm slouching in my chair. We got to keep, keep the energy. Okay. Give me a half hour. Right. Okay. Um, Angel Beats. Angel Beats. How's everyone liking Angel Beats? Have you been enjoying the anime watch along? We have watched episodes yes. four, five, and six of Angel Beats this week, and we're excited to talk about it. I love yes. episode four. We are getting into an area of Angel Beats that I do not love, but I'm going to love it anyway because I love Angel Beats. Let's start with episode four, the stereotypical baseball episode um Hinata is my favorite character so I love this episode because it's about him and it's funny and Matsushita the fifth is amazing eating his noodles catching the ball being hilarious um I noticed that a lot of people in the discord are kind of weird about angel beats they're like why are they doing this like 
They're playing baseball. How is this fighting Angel? Why are they fighting Angel? And, like, I feel like they, everyone needs to look at it kind of at, like, a wider perspective. Like, these kids have, they, they have, like, they know, they kind of know they have no shot. They have no idea what to do. They, they're angry. They're upset. They feel like they've been wronged. And they want to rebel in any way possible. And, like, the only ways they can is to, like, wear a different uniform to mess up the baseball tournament. Like, they don't have a lot of means to do what they want to do. So even the smallest things are, like, victories for them to standing up against the lives they've had. And, um, I feel like everyone's like, but, like, what's up with this? And I feel like people need to be more sympathetic to the fact that, like, they're, dr they're grasping at straws constantly to make a statement. Mm -hmm. You know, like, so, yeah, I'm going to steal like your meal episode... tickets because that's the only thing I can do. People were like, why are they stealing the meal tickets? Because it looks pretty. It's like, what else are you going to do? You're dead. You've died. Your life sucked. If that's the one thing you can do to stand up, then do it, you know? Yeah, I think at this point, it's kind of out, like, what everything is. So this world is a place where you go to, like, basically live the life that you didn't get to live because your life was shit on Earth. That's pretty much what this is. And once you've accomplished that goal, which we've seen with Music Girl, what's her name? Like, Mao... Ma something Iwashima Iwa so close. something Iwasawa ah Iwasawa and we almost saw with Hinata in episode four once you complete that goal you pass on whatever that means so or as they say obliterated I guess Angel is there to help people pass on so when people aren't abiding by, like, the normal way to pass on, she she tries to stop them. So they're, like, they view her as, like, trying to make them obliterate, and that's why they fight with her, you know? Um, I think the reason's out there. Um, but I more back on the topic, I really like episode four also because I like Hinata. Um, and it Hinata. does kind of solidify that. You're like, oh, okay, so when they, like, they disappear when they complete this goal and they don't want to disappear. Why they don't want to disappear, though? That's always a fine question. Why don't they want to disappear? Because they want they to stand wanna, up. Because like, they want revenge. They want revenge. There is no God. There is no Buddha. There is no angel. Revenge on what, though? If there is none, then who are they getting revenge on? Exactly. I think it's because they like their lives there. They like their friends, and they don't want to lose that. I don't know. I, yeah. I'm going to slightly change the subject. Okay. Slightly. Episode four. I find Hinata's life to be very interesting. It's kind of like, what are you going to look back on and regret? Like, he literally regrets not catching a ball in a baseball game. And... And that, dying of a drug overdose. And that seems like, exactly, that in itself, out of context, that seems like not a big deal. But then, like, you see the precautions of that, and you, you see what happens after it. And, like, just a glimpse, but you can fill in the blanks yourself, which is what I like about this show. It, like, it doesn't, like, tell you everything, and we'll find out about that later. But, um, it's just kind of, like, 
he could regret the drugs. He could, like, regret maybe he said something to his mother when he was high or whatever. But he regret the one thing he, like, he's in purgatory because he did not catch a ball at a baseball game. I think, like, that just says a lot about humans and the things we think about, you know? I think that's heavier than it looks because it looks kind of dumb. But, like, when you think about it, it's like you're stuck in limbo because of this one thing that literally changed, this one thing that seems trivial that literally changed your life forever. Feels bad. Man. I don't know. As an athlete, I definitely look back on, like, a race or two that, like, really changed my outlook on running. And it's just, like, one bad race. But it's so much more than that. So, like, I get that. Maybe other people are just like, oh, like, you know, mistakes happen. Like, you miss whatever. But I don't know. I totally get the thinking back on, like, one race where you screwed up. I definitely do that a lot. I even am thinking of that current race in my mind. Um, But, yeah, I guess I understand why people don't get this show. Because I think on a surface level, it's weird. But when you watch the whole thing, I think you get it. I think it's hard to watch the whole thing and be like, meh, I don't care. So stick with it, folks. It's fun to talk about. And we really like this show. Yeah. Um, Episode five is like, oh my God, hilarious. I have to say... I, oh my god, I love this episode. I didn't laugh as hard as recently, but it's also because I recently watched the clip show of everyone getting thrown into the ceiling, so I instantly knew what was going on. And they play the ending music. I know. It's so hilarious. Great. Oh my god. I love the guy who rips his shirt off. Takamatsu. He's my favorite. Yeah. He's so funny. <laughs> and and their plan works. They like get Angel dethroned. And then it was so funny because somebody in the discord john he was like so is everyone like are the only humans on the battlefront or is like there other people i was like everyone's free game introducing the vice president of the student council satan episode six literal satan yeah uh i don't like him wait at so all. does he disappear what? after six what does he obliterate no he stays around, and he's my least favorite part of the entire show. Oh. I am not a fan of him. I think he's annoying, and I think his presence is not needed. His background's really sad. I mean, like, I don't know. As a twin, I'm like, ooh. Oh, wait, what happened? His brother dies, and then he, like, basically becomes his brother, but he's not his, as good at it. His brother's talented in pottery, and then they're playing in a tree, and the brother dies, and he survives. They're playing in a tree, I missed the part, and they fall out of the tree. The brother dies, he survives, and they say, you died. Because the one that was worth something died. And that it should have been you. So you're gonna be him now. And, like, they address him as the brother. They make him take on the brother's identity, the, I brother, the brother's hobbies and passions, and to keep the brother's career going, even though he died. Because, um, it would have been better off if he was dead. Ouch. Yeah, that sucks. Ouch. Get wrecked, kid. So when Odonashi is like, but what about you? Why are you here? What are you doing? The guy's like, I haven't thought about myself since I was four years old. I've always been my brother. 
So, like, it seemed like, I mean, it was beautiful with the rain and everyone's bloody. And, like, the guy knows hypnotism, whatever. Whatever. That's weird. That's weird. That's, I, that's a plot plot hole a yeah. little bit, but we'll just ignore that. I really don't like him. Um, but he's, like, it's, like, this overdramatic scene, I think, for this character we barely know. Like, Odonashi's hugging him in the rain, like, giving him all these affirmations. And I'm, like, who is this stranger? It's a little weird. But, it looks great. It looks really mm-hmm. good. Yeah, um, it does look really good. And, like, we're watching four episodes after this. We're watching seven, we're, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Ooh. Ooh. This, There's some good ones here. Oh, man. This is we get the Yui episode. The what? The Yui episode. Yeah. Yui and Hinata episode. We get that. We get um, a flashback. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, wait, wait. Before we move on to the next topic, what? we also develop Angel and uh, Otonashi's relationship. Yeah, Otonashi's like, yo, want to get lunch? She's like, sure. And she's like, it's like, wait, you're an actual person. And she's like, yeah, why wouldn't I be? He's like, why does, what's happening? Why, why does everyone hate you? Why do you have, so like. So it's the ultimate question, why Mary. Do, why do you have a sword thing? And she's like, it's for self-defense because people, like, I'm trying to help people pass on and they keep shooting me because they think I'm something, they think I'm something. So I developed this thing to, like, not get murdered every day. And he's like, you know what? That makes, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like, this one looks like a flower. He's like, that's really creepy. That was creepy, but it worked to get them out of the prison cell. I did like how their relationship develops, and I obviously can't talk about what else happens, but I like Angel. Tachibana Kanade. Yeah. Um, all right. It's all good. Um, so just to reiterate... An hour into the podcast. Uh, we're going to watch 7, 8, 9, and 10. This is the third out of four weeks of watching Angel Beat. So it's four episodes this week, and then the finale next week. Um, please bring your thoughts and questions to our Twitter or the Discord. Um, go on to our Twitter at Anime Double Play to get our Discord, and then you'll obviously we'll talk about Angel Beats. We're going to try and talk about it more. I feel like we're only commenting. I would really like, especially with these next couple episodes, to get a good discussion going on. So bring your thinking caps, because we're mm-hmm. really excited. As, as well, you can find our Discord link on our My Anime List page. So that's another spot. Or either me or Mary's My Anime List pages, <laughs> which you don't know. But you will find those. you would find those there. Um, okay. Okay. Topic time? It's 55 minutes, so last discussion point. It's going to be, this is going to be a long one, because this is something I love talking about. You picked a bad day to make me wait an hour and a half to record this, Mary. Okay. Quick, quick interlude. Um, we are starting late because my friend's mom is in the hospital and she was sad so i got flowers and a bottle of wine and i just wanted to drop it off and like give no her no no don't explain no 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 just topic topic i was there for two hours instead of 15 minutes it was my fault it was topic. my fault 
Topic. So, Thomas watched Sound Euphonium. Hi. It's great. It's a music Hi. anime. We're watching Angel Beats. It has great music. It's a not music anime, but it still has great music. So, it was also recommended in the Discord that we talk about music. So, we figured this is a cool time, especially watching Sound Euphonium and Angel Beats. We didn't even talk about Yui's opening in episode four of Angel Beats. It was so good. It was so the good. The rock version of the theme song, if y'all pass the opening, you dumb. But um, we want to talk about music and anime, but in a different way. Instead of like talking about a music anime, like a Your Lion April or Kids on the Slope or a San Euphonium, we kind of want to talk about prominent music and anime that, and the anime aren't music anime. So just like shows that have really good soundtracks or like, fantastic insert songs or at least something that like really brings you in musically because I'm a nerd and it was requested and I could literally talk about this for 20 hours. Want to start us off, Thomas? Uh, sure. So, hold on, let me put my list. Uh, the first thing I have, to no surprise, because it's basically on every list of anything ever because this show's great at everything, I have Anohana. Its okay. soundtrack is really good uh there's like the secret bass song both the opening and the ending um i mean i i just think the music is really really great in this show i gotta be honest i never like the back the, the opening and the ending great yes the the background music never stood out to me in anohana it might be because i haven't watched it in a long time secret bass Secret base is the ending, and it, they, they reuse it. But I'm saying, like, the soundtrack, like, the score. Mm. Like, an anime can have a good opening and a good ending, but I wouldn't be like, the music in that anime is great. I'd be like, it has a really good opening and a good ending. Like, to me, saying an anime has good music, it's like the full package. You know? No offense. Mm. Not to shoot you down, I know you love Anohana, but I love music, and I, I can't think of a single, like, background song in Anohana off the top of my head. I mean, to be honest, I couldn't name most background songs of any anime. So, <laughs> I guess I could name You Say Run. Huh. It's a meme. That, that's why you can do it. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> so... Yeah, I mean, my list is pretty short, so. Um, okay, no, but that's a good I, one to start off of. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to just go? I only have four. No, yeah, go for it. Uh, I put Neon Genesis Evangelion. I they, think this... They did have some, some jams in the back. Yeah, I thought they had really good, like, even just, like, sound effects and stuff, like awkward silences and things like that. Um... I don't know. That show kind of stood out to me. I mean, they did so much. Well, a lot of these shows, like, there are very few shows that I'm like, everything's bad, but the music is great, you know? It kind of all flows. There's a few shows like that, like uh, Mahotsukai no Yome. Yeah, um, the music was so good. Uh, like, stuff like that. Shield Hero. Great soundtrack. Shield Hero had good, good music. Um... 
Chinibio, Love, and whatever had good music. Um, as much as I like, don't want to like that show by any means. Uh, had good music. Even a show like Megalobox had good music. It did. That w- that was also a jam. But none of these shows are like really great. Um, but a great show that did have great music, Haikyuu. Yeah. Haikyuu had really good music. Not even just the openings and the endings. Even like that, the, I even can picture the, that song when they're playing the final set first or like the final point first, Shira Torizawa. Like that song is chilling. Yeah. The, 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 I mean, this is me being crazy again. The guitar solos and the haiku soundtrack. Mmm. Good. Mmm. Wow, your roommate's so funny. <laughs> yeah, they're, uh... I think they're watching the political debates, to be honest. Oh, God. You're having so Which much- I'm surprised, because they're not, like, the most political people. So, whatever. The, the Democratic debates are going on right now. Oh, okay. I agree, though. Haikyuu. Bomb. Mm-hmm. And then my last one, I have My Hero. Yeah, also very good, good really good music. So, obviously, I'm, like, not as in-depth with the music. I'm just like, yeah, I like the music in this show, and that's kind of where I'm at. I don't... You you said you're going to have, like, composers and stuff. I don't know that stuff. Can't say I look into it. Oh, wait. Did we make a point to say that these are all anime that aren't musical-focused? Yes. Yeah, yes, okay. Did. I just want to make sure. It's the, like, K-On doesn't count. Yeah. Uh tiny phonium blah 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 i said this oh, is and a- angel beats angel beats yeah Should angel be on this beats list. has amazing music episode 10 mm-hmm. episode 10 mm-hmm. um so i wasn't even thinking of this until i said shield hero but speaking of shield hero kevin penkin australian composer composing for anime same guy oh, oh you're gonna say made in abyss same guy who did made in abyss amazing soundtrack on Made in Abyss. Great insert songs, great background tracks. Like, I've listened to that soundtrack countless times. It's incredible. Um, It's, that show, first off, is great. Um, But the soundtrack makes it so much better. In episode one, where the light comes out of the clouds and it opens up over the hole and you hear, like, this one insert song, it just like it transports you. It's really phenomenal. And if you haven't seen Made in Abyss, what are you doing? Go watch it. It's amazing. Um, one of my favorite anime composers. Again, I'm so sorry. I'm such a symphonic music nerd. Is um, Sawano Hiroyuki? Thomas, heard of him? Thoughts? Oh, he did the music for, like, that anime. Uh, wow. Uh, that it's on my tongue. Just jog, jog my memory a little bit. Uh, he did the music for Attack on Titan? Yes, the Attack on Titan guy. Man, he's awesome. He did Attack on Titan. He did Guilty Crown. He did Seraph of the End. And I, he, I think he also did Ald Noah Zero. Ald Noah Zero. Did not like that show. I listened to that soundtrack, like, once a month. It's so good. Like, 
don't watch the show. Just sit down and listen to the soundtrack. Opening, ending, insert songs, background music, battle themes, amazing. Fantastic soundtrack. Um, Guilty Crown, one of the only reasons I continued watching the show. Um, one of my S-tier, S-rank openings. Great music, openings, endings. It has like, I think, six or eight insert songs. All Amazing by Supercell, who also writes music for Hatsune Miku. They did a thing with Sawano. Phenomenal. Attack on Titan. I like the soundtrack in Attack on Titan. He did seasons two and three, um, Sawano. It do, the music doesn't totally stand out to me, but people think people give it its praises all the time, so it has to be mentioned. And did I say something? Oh, Seraph of the End. I also... For some reason, I shouldn't love Seraph of the End. It's such a hot topic anime, if you know what I mean. Yes, I yeah. know what you mean. Like the department store, like the emo store. It's such a hot topic anime, but it I love that show. It was so fun. And the music, that opening, he that opening is also an S-tier opening for me. It's so good. And all the music's great. He's just really talented, really phenomenal. He really knows how to make he makes it sound like cinematic like everything's really epic and it like it opens up and there's like choirs and it's rock and it go it his music can take you through so many things and um it's it's really impressive i think um i'm also listening to his recent pop album that's the bomb.com i'm gonna write a blog post about it soon because i love it so much um Another great composer. I wrote this down at work and I left it at work. Um, Yoko Kano. Thomas. Sorry? Yoko Kano. You're not even paying attention. You said Yoko Kano. I don't know who that is. Cowboy Bebop. Oh, okay. That music's great. Cowboy Bebop, Samurai Champloo, Kids on the Slope. And I have to say, all those are known for being amazing which they all are. Shout out to um, Terror in Resonance. Bomb soundtrack. If you listen yeah, to that soundtrack, like I've, there's a couple songs that I go back to and I listen. Because yeah, we all know Cowboy Bebop, Samurai Champloo, amazing music. Kids on the Slope is a music anime. It does not count in this discussion. But like, Terror in Resonance, I see you. It was really good. Yoko Kano also did the music for Wolf's Rain. No. Yeah, Wolf's Rain. Remember that was the first anime watch along that kind of crashed and burned? That's because it wasn't very good. But the music was good. That's true. It was. A lot she, of good anime with very good music. Yeah, she is top notch. Um, I So Cowboy Bebop is getting a live action Netflix series. Um, which will be interesting, which we will definitely talk about eventually when it comes out. And they're not going to get her to do the music. But golly, if they got her to do the music, that would be so cool. She's great. Mm -hmm. um, what are other anime with great soundtracks? Let me look around the room. Oh, your name. Great I wasn't going to touch movies. Oh. 
Because I could name like half the anime movies of really great well, soundtracks. I'm seeing, I'm seeing Joe Hisaishi in concert in three weeks at Carnegie Hall. Kill me, I'm in heaven. Um, he's doing all the Ghibli music, and I'm gonna cry the whole time. That's gonna be great. Um, uh, shout out though, quick to Mirai. Like the movie, didn't love the movie. Soundtrack A plus. Great music. Um, Truth. Yeah, Angel Beats has such a great soundtrack. I've been looking constantly to buy the OST, like to own it. Or at least get the girls' Dead Monster soundtrack. All their songs are really good. Um, mm. Penguin I've been listening Drum. to a lot of them. Yeah, Mawaru Penguin Drum had pretty good music. Uh, oh, Orin High School Host Club has pretty good music. Oh. Yeah, it does. Um, Orin High School Host Club is really inventive with um, its motifs. So it has the opening theme. And it kind of carries it through, and you hear it a lot. But um, it's not like, oh, it's time for it to play the opening in the show. Like an epic moment, like at the end when they play the opening at the final battle. They kind of like, they'll make it a waltz or they'll slow it down. And you can, it kind of like ties the whole show together. I mean, the show's very thematically similar, so it doesn't need it. But it's a nice additional thread, the music. It's all very fancy. It's, it's, a lot of it's in three, which means it's in a waltz. One, two, three, one, two, three. Um, the strings are great in the Orin soundtrack, but I just like the way they reinvent the opening and play it at certain situations. It's, um, it's really cool. Like when Thomas and I were watching first episode of Angel Beats, we heard a song that we knew and it's like, whoa, that song's not until later. And like, what does it mean that it's being played here? You know, it's cool rewatching anime and listening to the music and, like, noticing how the music highlights certain things that you may not have noticed the first time around. Um, but then again, I am a nerd when it comes to this. So it beats me. Oh, my God! Gurren Lagann, Thomas! Oh, yeah, that music was pretty good. Pretty good. Row, row, fight the power! That music basically pierced the heavens itself. Yeah. Great music. Yeah. Gurren Lagann's amazing. I can tell you're running out of steam, so we could stop. But I'm I struggling. Could, I could keep going. Ah, uh, if you want to rant, you can rant. No, I think I'm good. Um, it's hard. I just put all my anime DVDs away, so I'm like looking over, and there's nothing there. Um, I said Mawaru Penguin Drum has pretty. Oh, Mawa, well, Mawaru Penguin Drum. There's a band in the show. Well, it's more like a pop group, and they have great songs. Um. Music's important in Ikuhara anime, obviously, if you've watched, recently watched Sara's Online. Mob Psycho had good music mm-hmm. in the back. Given's a music anime, it doesn't count. Um, oh, Promise Neverland. I was very surprised by its soundtrack. That opening was really good. The, oh, oh, man. Uberworld is just great. Uberworld has a saxophone player. Period. End statement. Full stop. Like, amazing. Um... But I was very, I guess because I read Promise Neverland and I never thought about it getting an anime. And um, just seeing how the music or the lack of music heightened scenes. The, the, the silence in Promise Neverland is almost as impressive as the music. And I, that's just good direction. That's 
that's good choices by the composer saying when and where um they did a great song but actually like i guess like in given people heard mafuyu's song to his dead boyfriend and was so excited to hear it i did not even think of what isabella's lullaby would, lullaby would sound like right when the guy plays it on the mandolin and just like hearing yeah, that yeah that's a good point hearing that get like materialized into something is so cool like people read your lie in april they read it can you imagine reading your lie in april i mean i did read the finale again because it's like panel for panel with the final episode and it's amazing but like there are music anime that were originally manga and don't have music so it must be so thrilling to like see it become something you know like imagine if you just read kangon it would still be okay it would kids on the kids on the slope is based off of manga none of the songs None of the songs are in the manga. I mean, the songs are there, but I guess you would have to, like, YouTube them, you know? And yeah. It's, it's so great, like, seeing the marriage of the mediums come together. It's, that's, that's something cool I haven't thought about. Like, I'm trying to think. Um, oh, it's, eh. It's kind of a My Hero spoiler, but there will be a music thing in My Hero. And I'm excited to hear it. Is it with headphone guy? Yeah, there's like a, it's a girl, headphone jack. There's like a school festival and they do a band. Oh, um, that's cool. I can't wait. Don't say more. I can't wait for I that. I won't, but like I'm thinking about it now and I'm like, we're going to, we're going to hear something where I just read it. I stopped reading My Hero because I didn't want to spoil it for myself anymore. But like, that's going to be cool. I look forward to that. Me too. Yeah. So yeah, I'm done. I'm satisfied with the rant. Thank you for playing. It was great. I'm sorry I'm fading, but... No, I'm sorry I um I made you wait. This was a good episode. We got everything in. It was exciting. I can't believe that girl's pregnant. Yeah, I'm, I'm still kind of amazed you missed it. I'm sorry. I, for some reason, I had this inkling that you might not have seen it. Because when I said it, I was like, oh, did you watch after the credits? You were like, uh, no. I was like, oh. And then it kind of hit me what happened. I was like, oh, it's kind of big. But, yeah, I'm glad I got to talk about Sound Euphonium when I had energy because I really like it. I can't wait to start the second season. And everyone says the second season is better, so I'm super yeah, excited. like, no spoiler. Second season, like, beats the first season. Like, easily. I'm so excited. Yeah. There's parts of the wait. second season I don't like. Um, but the the end. The last arc. See you later. Like, so good. Awesome. So amped. So amped. Alright, Mary, close us out. Sure. Thomas, thank you for staying awake. Everyone else, thank you for listening. This is Anime Double Play. This was fun. I'm going to see Thomas tomorrow. We're going to hang out. It's going to be great. We're going to have a great time, just like we hope you have a great weekend. And we will see you next week. Well, you'll listen to us next week. Please remember, if you are doing the anime watch-along, to watch episodes 7, 8, 9, and 10 of Angel Beats. It could be watched on Crunchyroll or Netflix. Yeah, I think that's it. 
And we look forward to hearing your thoughts and we look forward to seeing you soon. Have a great weekend and peace out.